This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, right now, it's baseball season, and we have more games to handicap as we start off uh, this segment in Boston, where you have the Red Sox playing the Mets. We've got New York even money, Boston minus 120, total of nine and a half runs. Kodai Singa goes for the Mets. He's seven and five with a 3-2-0 ERA, facing Cutter Crawford, who's four and four with a 3-7-4 ERA. And Jenks, I think off the top, um, mm-hmm. I see the numbers that Kodai Singa has been posting, and it's been three straight good ones. And also three yeah. straight unders for the Mets when he's been pitching two runs or fewer in each of the last three starts. And some of those against some pretty good offenses, against the Diamondbacks. Uh, eight innings, only one earned run. And against L.A., uh, six innings of work, only one run. So uh, let me start by asking this. Do you think there's any value on the Mets' as underdogs here? Oh, God. I leaned towards the Mets yesterday at minus 150. Loser, I did not play that, thank God. I... I I cannot bet on the Mets. I cannot, even with Kodai Singa. What I would go with here is the under. The total seems really high to me, nine and a hook. And you mentioned Kodai Singa, who has been so good recently, four earned in his last 18 innings pitched. But in those four games, the Mets scored a total of five runs. They just don't provide any run support. And James Paxton has not been exceptional for Boston, but pretty good. And the Mets are the fifth worst team in baseball against left-handed hitting. So I'm going to go under nine and a hook here. I like that as well, even though the trends are kind of pointing towards the over because the the trend to follow is the Mets at home when it comes to the under. Yeah. Uh, it can be scary to play unders for the Red Sox because we know that offense is pretty potent. But when the potent offense is going against the better pitcher, I think that's where you get some values because, yes, it's a good offense, but you also have a pitcher coming in that can really limit the hits and really dial up the strikeouts. We know Kodai Singa has that ghost fork that's really tough to hit for opposing hitters. So I'd be with you there on the under, and I agree. The Mets are one of the harder teams to trust in baseball. Let's go to Cincinnati. Reds and Diamondbacks squaring off. Arizona even money. Cincinnati minus 120. Total of 10.5. Tommy Henry goes for Arizona. He's 5-2 and two with a 3-8-9 ERA. And it looks like Ben Lively goes for Cincinnati. He's 4-5 and five with a 3-7-2 ERA. Total of 10.5 runs. Uh, do you like a total or a side? I think I would probably go... I think I would go over here. It's really high, 10 and a hook. So I don't know if I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. That's really high. But both of these teams are in their preferred splits. Reds are a top 10 team against left-handed pitching. D-backs a top 10 team against right-handed pitching. Reds are the third best team to the over this season. Great American ballpark, clearly an over yard. We know that. And the Snakes are the sixth best team to the over when playing on the road. Like Everything points to the over here. But 10 and a half is a lot. Yeah, I think 10.5 is too high for me. Like, you can do the old Michael Jenkins where you dump it down to 10 and then lay a little extra juice. But I think the sabotage factor is both these pitchers have kind of hit their stride at least a little bit over the last few starts. Like, I'm not saying that they're dominating pitchers, but they haven't been terrible is what I'm saying. Three runs or fewer for Tommy Henry in each of his last three. Ben Lively, same goes for him. But also, he got to face the Brewers twice in a row. Uh, Still handed the loss in those two games. As we know, the Reds have not been as red hot as of late, but same could be said for the Diamondbacks. Two and five in their last seven games, but I will say, just took two of three from the mighty Atlanta Braves. So, I think I would lean towards the Diamondbacks. I will say they've been one of the better road teams in all of baseball. Road splits are favorable here for uh, Arizona, I should say. 
28 and mm-hmm. 19 on the road this year as opposed to just 26 and 24 at home. So when you want to play the Dimebacks is when they're away from home. Uh, so I'll go with that, especially since Cincinnati has a losing record at home, 25 and 26. I didn't know that until just now. Uh, so let's go with the Dimebacks. Uh, next up, let's go to Chicago, Cubs, and Cardinals here. We've got St. Louis plus 105, Chicago minus 125, total off the board, which means we're probably waiting on the weather report. Jack Flaherty goes for the Cardinals, who have been hot lately. Uh, seven and five with a 429 ERA, facing Justin Steele on a, ho- a steel horse we ride, as we say on the show many times. He's nine and three with a 296 ERA. And Jenks, the Cardinals have been red hot lately, but this mm-hmm. is not the time that I would want to play them. Like, if it was any other starter for the Cubs, I think I'd be on the Cardinals. But with Justin Steele, I think I'm afraid to fade here. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. I'm going to play this as well. Why not? Let's just do it. I'm going Justin Steele and the Cubs on the money line. It feels like more of a coin flip, but the more I look at Justin Steele and how he's performed this season, I just think he's the better pitcher here. And he got rocked last time out against the Red Sox. Fine. Six runs and six innings. But he hasn't had Chelsea back-to-back bad outings all season. Also, he faced the Cardinals back on June 24th, allowed just one run over six innings in Chicago. That was a Cubs romp. So I'm going to go Cubs on the money line here. I like the price. What about Cubs in the first five? Because I feel like that's a little bit more mm. safe. Because uh, if you really want to square on, on the starting pitching matchup, I think that's what you do. But it's not going to make the card for me for the reasons that I stated before, that St. Louis has found their offense as of late. If you look at the offensive splits over the last month, St. Louis has a top three offense, third best OPS in baseball. They've found something. Jordan Walker hit a big home run last night. The heralded rookie that was supposed to be making waves as big as Ellie De La Cruz. So I think that's the sabotage factor is you have a hot St. Louis team. But again, I think the better pitcher here is still Justin Steele. So if I were to pick a side, it would be the Cubs in the first five. Uh, let's go to Seattle up next. We've got the Mariners squaring off with the Blue Jays. Seattle minus 135. Toronto plus 110. Total of eight runs. You say Kikuchi goes for the BJs. He's 7-3 with a 413 ERA. And he's facing Bryce Miller, who was off to a red-hot start. Kind of middled out a little bit, but he is a rookie, so um, it, it's tough to be consistently good. But he's 6-3 and three with a 366 ERA. Jenks, the Mariners are one of those teams that I don't really like trusting. I feel like no matter how many numbers point in their favor, I feel like they're fully capable of laying an egg. Uh, Do you have a a, a side or a total here? Oh, man, I'm not a fan of this game. And I I would lean to the under here is what I would do. And Bryce Miller has given up three runs only twice this season in all of his 12 starts. We know Seattle tends to be an under team, but actually the Blue Jays are surprisingly an under team. One of the better under teams Mm -hmm. in baseball this season, which you wouldn't expect with all of their bats, but I'm going to go under eight runs. I feel like is my lean here. I won't play it, but that would be my, that would be my initial handicap looking at this game. I think there are two factors in this game that make it a little bit more volatile for, for me, and that's why I don't really want to play it. Uh, you see Kikuchi. We know that he has good strikeout stuff, but also mm-hmm. he's somebody who can, quote, give it up at any given moment. And also, back to the Mariners. Like, there are a few teams that we rank in the untrustworthy ranks. Like, who are the most untrustworthy teams in baseball? Like, the teams that you see and you're like, God, I don't want to bet on that team. Because for me, it's the Mariners. It's the Twins. And uh, who else would it be? 
Because there are a few teams that like should be good. They're just not. Yeah. I hmm, I don't know. That's a good question. The Mariners, I feel like, are just kind of hanging out. And who was their player, by the way, around. yesterday? They're just hanging around. Who was their player yesterday? His name escapes me. Oh, Kelenic? Jared Kelenic. Yeah, yeah, he broke his foot yes. kicking a cooler. That's exactly oh what you guys are hanging around. You cannot, and this guy kicked a cooler out of frustration, and now he's on the IL with a <laughs> fractured foot. Only baseball players do this in frustration. They hit something, they kick something, they do some sort of weirdo somersault in the celebration, whatever it is, or they're at home and they drop a fork and they break their big toe. It's the craziest thing. Water coolers, 136 and 0 in Major League Baseball history when being attacked by baseball players. Yeah, this should be the Chris Sale Award. Like, whoever has the dumbest, <laughs> like, blow up that ends in an injury. Because here's the thing about Jared Kelenic. He was a big part of their team. He has had some of the most highlight, real, worthy plays on this squad. So the fact that he's now on the IL because he got mad at himself, like, that's a big yeah. emotional blow to this team. And I will say, uh, this is a team coming off a win. George Kirby was really good last night. So maybe they'll get their juju back a little bit. But still, this is not what you want to see from your team, especially amidst a very frustrating season. Because we've mentioned this before. The hype was there for the Mariners entering the season. But it just hasn't come to fruition in the AL West for the Mariners this year. And you see it in their favorite record. Uh, as favorites this year, only 35 and 28. So the games that they're supposed to win, they're losing a lot of those. Yes, exactly. So I don't know, Chelsea. I'm I'm literally, as I'm listening and talking about this game, I'm trying to figure out what my players are going to be. And I keep wanting to bet the under when it comes to the Mariners. But I don't know. Kikuchi, I think, is a guy who, as you mentioned, can always give it up at any time. So this is just not one of my favorite plays. And I'm really angry because I went under, under, under. Here's I, I've been burned on the Mariners is the problem. I didn't play them, but on yep. the show, I talked about how I would lean to the under, lean to the under, and guess what happens? The overhits, the overhits, the overhits. So I am not going to play this. Let me be clear about that. I would lean to the under, but every time I say that, the overhits. So this is a pure stay away from me. Jenks, I like an under today uh, in the Phillies and the Guardians game, oh, but I am that. very afraid to play it because uh, doesn't it suck playing unders this time of year where it feels like the ball's mm -hmm. flying out of the stadium? Yes, I am on that. That's one of my plays as well. I have two overs, an under, and a money line or a first five money line play. So, But I'm like you. This time of year, and it was particularly because it's the summer, right? These are when it's a little humid. The wind is blowing out. It's hot, so balls tend to fly farther. And, yeah, if you're going to bet an under this time of year, you got to be super confident in it because there's a reason why we're seeing 9.5, 10.5, This is a common thing right now in Major League Baseball. But I'll say this about the Guardians as a tease to our best bets coming up at the end of the show. The Guardians at home this season, 15-30-1 over Ooh. under record. One of the best under teams in baseball. Let's hope that trend continues. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.